This has been ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morgan coming to you from the lovely city of Atlanta, Georgia. And Eugene, glorious football season is here upon us, almost anyway, as we get closer to the regular season, winding down on the preseason. There's been a lot of, you know what, Eugene, this particular time, there's a lot of quarterbacks to look at, man. Like we, how many, how long has it been since we've had this many quarterbacks to look at? It's been a while. Like in, like we were right, we were talking right before the show. It's like all five, even all the five rookie quarterbacks look good. Hey, even even like Winston, right? Davis looks good good out there. Looks good out there, man. He looks like it, man. Definitely no quarterback competition there. In my opinion, no. but would it, where's no. it ever going to be? You know, Jameis Winston never. The problem with Jameis Winston was never throwing touchdowns. He's going to throw touchdowns. He's just going to throw interceptions, right. and that was yes. always the knock on Jameis. He's going to get you four thousand yards. He had that when I was telling you we had this conversation a while back ago when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, and I was telling you how they had what almost five thousand yards passing. He had almost five thousand yards passing. Jameis Winston did with that same yep. team. With that same team, the difference is is Tom Brady's not going to throw those interceptions, and yeah, Winston was throwing those interceptions. So if you can tweak that, if Sean Payton can get the interceptions under control, then they'll be okay. In my opinion, yeah, they'll be all right. Absolutely. Yeah, and again, and what you can do is like how you limit those because he always had those like, those kind of those like those five to ten bad passes. You know, His hero throws, you man. When I mean, you think you can make yeah. every pass, man, you're you're trying to squeeze that thing in there. He squeals he squeals it in there. A couple times the last game, but um, I think it was Marquise. I don't know the guy's last name, but they were high on him. I was reading articles. They were high on him in camp. Their wide receiver oh, there yeah, in, that, in Saint, uh, wide receiver? New Orleans. Oh, yeah. He was making some that circus catches for you. Like, you know, the, some of those yeah. were circus catches, but those you got to have both, though, right? You got to have the circus catch, but you got to have the throw to at least get the ball there. And he was getting it there. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing. Tyson Hill was never going to be, or Tyson Hill was never going to be the, the starter. I just, I think he's going to be, he'll be like the, like that, bring him to like that second or third round, you know, package, you know, we know what he's going to do. He's, he, you know, he can throw the ball when he needs to, but he's going to be a running quarterback, right? He's going to, and he's, hopefully that'll help get the, get those bad plays out of Winston, you know, where you don't have to worry about him trying to do those, those five to 10 bad passes. And you have, you know, you had Taysom come in there and help him out. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to work out. I'm really excited for Winston. I'm just, I'm super excited to watch all these rookie quarterbacks. It's been pretty amazing to watch all those guys this year, this, this, this preseason. I haven't seen, not one of them I've just been like, eh, I don't know. I, I just think, I mean, every single one of me, all, all five of them to me look like they're franchise quarterbacks at this point. <laughs> I know it's only two games, but, <laughs> two, three games. But start man, them all. That's what Eugene's saying. Start, start, them start all. Start, all, start right? the whole class. <laughs> sorry, sorry about, but but we already know, we've already seen the news come out. We already know Lawrence is going to be number one. They, he's he's, he's going to so, which is fine. He never had a backup that was going to be. I felt like Lawrence be, and Wilson were definitely going to be starting on their respective teams. I didn't see how right. how they weren't like who who did the Jets have behind them? As soon as they sent away Sam Darnold, they showed their hand. Um, yeah, same thing with with Jacksonville. They didn't have to send anybody away. And we still felt like, you know, it's what happened to the Minshew magic that everybody was talking about. Remember, he had a few weeks here. It's a Jeremy Lin type situation where you have a a flash of greatness. But I don't think it lasted as long as Jeremy Lin. I'm not sure. I think Jeremy Lin's greatness might have lasted a little bit longer. But, um, you know, it's flash in the pan, man. Like he he was great. 
And then you see Gardner Minshew out there, second string, and he looks like a second string. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, exactly. There was some, you're right. There was some that, that flash night and, you know, moments with Gardner. And we, we all, you know, he was internet meme. You know, we all loved it. You know, the pictures that were popping. Right. Up. I mean, he had the mustache Again, going, man, and all that stuff. He had the mustache, right. And they were doing the comparison to the Napoleon Dynamite dad and all that. So, so yeah, I, it was fun. But again, he's, I think he's a backup, right? I don't, that's why he was traded to the, uh, the Eagles and you know and and then we'll see what happens there but I, he's a he's a fun backup and that's I think that's where he'll always be okay I agree with that man I and uh, it, it kind of sucks that that's where we are with with Mr. Minshew because everybody was so high on him in Jacksonville and these little uh that I wouldn't well, is it a small market team I don't know uh, but in these in these team with these teams that don't experience a ton of success, you know, it's been a while since we've seen Saxonville out there. Um, and, you know, what's funny about Jacksonville is I don't know if you remember when they first started, they were a decent team coming out of the out the gate when they were like an expansion team. Right. So they they yeah. weren't horrible. I, I feel like they've been more horrible now than they were when they came out the gate and were pretty decent. You know, um, I don't know. If Zach Wilson is going to have the same kind of issues Trevor Lawrence is going to have in Jacksonville, I, I like Robert Salah a lot. A lot. Um, I don't know. Urban Meyer's unproven commodity at this point, at this level. So I don't really know. I think Zach Wilson probably will do better. Or he's going, went to a better organization. You never know how any of these teams are going to do to actually start playing. But I think yeah. that he went to a better situation in New York with the Jets. <laughs> Oh, he definitely has a better line. There's no doubt about that. You can see that in the preseason games. So, yeah, and that's the thing. It's all and Robert. You know, we know you know he's he's more of a defensive guy. So it all hinges on who who does he have for the offense? Who's his offense coordinator? Because that's going to be the person he's going to lean on. So you know that just Robert's going to make that defense a lot better than what it has been in the past. But I mean. I still think both those teams are going to be below 500. Wow. Just, just you know, yeah, I mean, come on. There's just no way. There's just no way that they're just. The kid Zach Wilson, job. man, looks pretty good out there, man. You know, it's funny. He does. Seeing Zach Wilson play, and I just got to see, get to the regular. Let's just get to the regular season and see. Because I think we're seeing too much uh, success. Are these kids really this good? Or is it just preseason? And we're going to have the usual suspects, like we always do when it comes to the regular season. You know what I mean? Uh, it's hard to it's hard to know now, Eugene. Do you think that let's compare then the situation that everybody went to? I, who's got the best situation? I mean, is it Mac Jones going to the Patriots? Does he have the best situation? Probably the best team out of all the ones. Just think. I think Jacksonville, so. yeah. New York. You got uh, Chicago. I like Chicago. I think Chicago could be pretty good. I mean, they plug in a, a quarterback there. I think they can be a pretty good team. I think Justin Fields went to a better situation, of course, than Trevor Lawrence went to. And oh, yeah. In better situation than Zach Wilson. Um, uh, the best situation might be Trey Lance, but I don't think he's starting. Yeah, that's the thing. I think you're right there. I mean, the ones that have kind of the best situations um, with you got uh, San Francisco. Probably the order you probably go San Francisco. Bears, I just can't. I don't know. The Bears still look like. I don't know what they could be, even with Justin Fields <laughs> in there. You know, you sound cautious, but, like a lot of my bear fans, uh, my bear friends yeah, that are fans. They're like, uh, I don't know. 
Well, they just don't have any playmakers except him. They just don't have any receivers. That's, you like Allen Robinson? Allen I do Robinson's like him, but I just don't think he's he's pretty good. But he's not like. Would he be a one on uh, another team? Though I guess it depends on that's, what that's team true. he goes to. He might not be the one right. on it. But I feel like for him, Allen Robinson to not be the one on your team, he has to go to a team that's got a very good one. You know, I will give them right. that. Give him that. Like they got to have a good one to have him be the two. Like maybe he goes to a team like. D hop or something like that, you know, down to Hopkins, or if he goes to a team, um, you know, if he went to green Bay, you got Devonte Adams and stuff there. Like these receivers are better, but they're like elite receivers though. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think he, he's a good receiver. I just don't think he's an elite receiver, but again, he can still, he, he can still catch the ball. That, that's, that's, there's never an issue with that, but yeah, Trey Lance definitely has, I think has in a situation. They have, they have the complete team, but again, behind Jimmy G probably, you know, this is going to be probably Jimmy G's last season. So he's going to go, you know, so Jimmy G's going to go out there and audition hard, right? He's going to go out there and, and play. Well, he's just and, not you know, a bad not. player when he is playing, um, when he is playing. I mean, he's not a bad player when he's actually out no. there. The problem is his availability. You know, he's just yeah. not available all the time. And when you look at his situation, or if you look at the situation that Mac Jones is up against in, in New England with Cam, Cam nor Jimmy G and just watching them play have not done any. They haven't done anything to lose a starting job, in my opinion. Like they've yeah. done what they're supposed to do to keep that job. And I think it's just barring fan excitement to try to get that extra guy in there. Cause they say who's, who's the fans favorite quarterback is always a backup quarterback. They always want the next guy up in there. When the starting quarterback starts going haywire and a starting quarterback starts throwing interceptions or has a few bad series, everybody loves a backup quarterback, man. Everybody wants wants to get that guy in there. And if you actually have a good backup quarterback, because, you know, a lot of times that's the thought prevailing thought pattern, even when you have a crappy backup quarterback, you know, they want to sit whoever you have out there. I mean, Atlanta fans are trying to sit Matt Ryan for years, despite yep. throwing <laughs> four, 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 four or five thousand yards. They want to sit the guy. Um, so if you have a team where you got Trey Lance or you have Mac Jones, that backup guy, and they're looking like that could be the young kid coming in. We see something new. Maybe we get some more offensive consistency with the, the new guy. Then the rope is shorter for the guys that are actually out there playing. Uh, but that being yeah. said, I do think that they've earned those jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing, too. They, who I think Cam has a shorter leash than Jimmy G, just because we just, if he starts playing like he did last year, I mean, it's going to be pretty quick. Just from, man, we got to get Matt because they've got some. They've got some. Oak, they 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 put they brought in some extra offensive weapons, right? I mean, nothing like crazy, but they brought in some good talent in that offensive side. Um, so, and that was definitely the issue last year. Like, Cam had no one to throw to. Once you know, once Edelman was out, it was it. There's nobody else to throw to, right? So they brought in some receivers. Again, not elite, but they brought in some talent. So. Again, if he can do, if he does what he did last year, it's, I think it's going to be a quick, quick, you know, quick, let's get Mac Jones in here thing. Cause you only have one year. You only signed Cam to one year. So it's really just an expiring contract. Kind of what he deserved after last year, man. He didn't really deserve another contract. I mean, I, you know how I felt about Cam last year. And I kept telling you, we had it back and forth. I kept telling you, Eugene, this guy's just not passing the eye test for me. Like, he just not, doesn't like he has it. No. Doesn't like he has it out there. Right. And uh, but I mean, then you see him in his preseason. He looks like he has it. He does look like the he opposite of what I saw your, this year. You know, right? But to your point, let's wait till he's playing against you know the, the superior talent you know on the opposite side of the field, right? So mm, who's you know true. you always got to look at who. So 
I mean, going wrong. You, it's it's nothing we don't have love for him. You and I, we we definitely love the Cam. We always love Cam Newton. Yeah. But if he's not, if it's if it's done, then it's going to be done. You know, it's just nothing. If the arm isn't there, because that's what the issue last year. He was like short hopping the balls to everybody. <laughs> but, it was like this is a baseball man. It doesn't work that way. You, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, can't have that thing hit the ground first, it. man. You know. Yeah, exactly. Got to <laughs> got to hit the receiver. So again, he he looks good this this year, and hope and I know I, we all know he's coming back from injuries last year. So hopefully he's he's better. But again, he Mag, Max right there, and that's the thing. We he's looked good in preseason, so it's not like you know you got you know a terrible backup waiting behind you. You got the future kind of waiting behind you there in new england for that one yeah that's true and we got to see what what actually happens here when nfl season does nfl season does start we're going to see what actually uh what actually takes place here and that's going to be the real tell of the tape right is when that thing yeah. actually get going you get that uh the starters on both sides of the ball out there everybody's giving their all because these games actually count and then you can see maybe then the rookie quarterbacks come back down to earth at that point or maybe they start to shine who knows are you uh playing fantasy this year I am, and I, I know it's so I'm excited. I was a little bummed though. I, I drafted J.K. Dobbins in my, he was kind of my first running back because I was like, oh, because I think I went, what I did, I went, I went kind of backwards. I went, well, I didn't go backwards, but I drafted quarterback first and then I drafted my receivers and then I drafted running backs. And he was my first running back that I drafted. And of course, he's out for the year. So there we go. <laughs> So I was picking up, trying to pick up something off the waiver waiver all this this morning, trying to complete. So what you say he was the first running back you took? What, do you know where he was, where he was at before? Uh, I don't know because again, I because what round did you take him in? I think I took him in the so I'm about one two. I took him in the fourth round. Okay, he, that's still pretty high, round. man. It's a pretty high pick. But he was the only one there. That was in, they were like everyone else was gone after that point because I, I had Jacobs and. Because I dropped it because it was like because the way it went around because I drafted J.K. in the fourth and and I'm, or Jacob no you know what I drafted Jacobs in the fourth and I drafted Dobbins in the fifth round. Dobbins and so who did you draft who did you draft in the fourth? Uh, J- Josh Jacobs from the uh, Raiders. Okay, okay. So you went back. Uh, you went back yeah. to back running backs there. Fourth, yeah, and fourth yeah, and fifth. I did what? Yeah, what number? Because I put Mahomes number one and then I went. Then I went Diggs, and then I went in, in Brown from Tennessee. Those were my first three picks, those three guys. And then I went running backs after that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let me think here. Let me think here. I went, because my first overall pick was Derrick Henry, and I got him actually at seventh. And that's only because somebody in my league took Russell Wilson at like four. And I was like, yikes. <laughs> Much I love Russell. You know what I mean? Uh they took him out. They took him at fourth. So I was able to get Derrick Henry at seventh. And then I did load up on I was able to get Lamar. I got Lamar, but I don't think I think I got him like around fifth, fifth okay. round or so. And I'm looking kind of weak at my wide receiver position. It's looking kind of weak. I mean, even though I saw Chris Godwin go off, so I was able to pull, get Chris Godwin. Uh, DJ Moore and um, Marvin Jones Jr. at the wide receiver position. I play in a two quarterback lead, so I got Tannehill and Lamar Jackson. 
And I think the rest of also I play in a league. I'm not sure if you've ever played in a league like this before where we draft like defensive players. So this particular league I'm playing with in this year is just it's very weird in comparison to like what I've done in the past. And I don't have a ton of fantasy football experience. But in the leagues, you know, the league that we did a, a couple years ago, it was more like traditional, traditional scoring. I think it was maybe half PPR or something like that. And it was yeah. uh, one quarterback. This is two quarterbacks, two defensive players. You know, I think it's still half PPR, but there's other points awarded for like the points are really high because they can be rewarded for if a if a player has 200 yards, they're awarded 10 extra points and stuff like that. You know, little bonuses, point bonuses that players can get. So you can get a game where one player gets you almost 100 points. <laughs> wow. Right. What, so it should be interesting to see. This? It's on, it's on Yahoo. It's this? a regular Yahoo league. It's a regular Yahoo league. It's just a two quarterback league. And I'm not sure if the points were picked a certain kind of way. But um, just a regular Yahoo Fantasy two quarterback league, man. Would uh, so I had to take a defensive player. Like I didn't want to get stuck with a crappy defensive player, so I ended up taking defensive players like middle of the middle middle of the draft ish. Took Darius Leonard, right? Um, but it should be interesting to see to see how it all turns out, you know. And now, especially with the, the COVID situation, it gets a little bit crazier. Yeah. So who are you, who is your quarterback? Oh, I've got um, I got Mahomes. Mahomes is my quarterback. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot you yeah. got Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, that's 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 amazing because he looks incredible yeah, out there. That's what, Goodness, yeah, because I was gonna do, I was gonna do the same thing you did, but the first the top running backs were gone. Like I was drafting fourth or fifth, and by then it was like there was nobody left. I mean, there's really nobody after that. After you got Henry and Elliott. I mean, there's really nobody. I mean, it was just, I just didn't realize, like, okay, I'm not going to just take a guy that might do well, you know? That's true. That's true. And um, thinking here on that, hmm, there's a lot of, a lot of the, so Tannehill, the reason I took Tannehill is because a lot of people were saying that he was, was his value, like kind of over replacement. You know, if you can't get one of the top tier quarterbacks, he could still give you near top tier numbers. And I felt like Julio, getting Julio would help, would help his, his uh his numbers this year because I'm like if he was a decent quarterback without Julio from a fantasy perspective, what can he be with Julio? Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's not like you know, Tannehill's not a bad quarterback, and then he's gonna have now. And that was the thing too. Once because he's gonna have Brown and and Julio to throw to, so that that's just gonna be a fantasy. You know, it's gonna help his, him out tremendously. Yeah, and. Did you? T- I wonder. So you didn't take Julio. Was Julio gone early in your draft? Uh, yeah, he was gone. Yeah, he. Yeah, when I got because again when I took because I took Diggs and I took um, Brown and they were already available. And then when I started filling out my bench players, like just kind of my flex, he was already gone. Yeah, he he was gone pretty early in the draft. Hmm. That is interesting because I'm thinking uh, I think Julio could be a top receiver, but he doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns. He's going to get you a lot of if you're in a PPR league or something like that, then he definitely, definitely could got to go go with, I guess. I'm not sure how high or low you'd be on that list. I got to see how he looks when he comes back out here. And it's always it's always crazy when a player is going to a new team because you don't ever know. Are they going to are they going to a new team are going to be horrible? So this is why the, other, the old team cut bait with them. Or are they going to new team and they're going to have that chip on their shoulders so they have a great year just to kind of stick it to their old team? 
<laughs> which I hope he yeah, does. I, mean, I, mean, I hope he does have a great year because that means my quarterback have a great year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll have a good year. I just, like I said, I, I think we were we were seeing the wear and tear. The, not saying the wheels were falling off, but they were definitely being held on. But not, you know, but it's, but, but, but a little bit of duct tape, you know. Uh, just, but again, he's you know he's still going to have that Julio game where you're going to go, oh man, I can't believe we got rid of him. But then you're going to look, you know, he's going to have a two or three week time of the season where he's not going to play because of injury. So I think he's going to balance himself out. I think he's still going to have a, a product, productive year. But I don't think I don't think as Falcons fans we're gonna look back and go, oh, we should have got rid of him. I, I think it was the writing was on the wall there. And especially now we have Pitts and we have Calvin Ridley. So we've got two two elite two top receivers. You know, and that always always you keep hearing about Ridley is just the Alphanom is gonna be they've already pretty much enshrined him into the Canton already. So, so uh, yeah, I, I think again they they made the right move. Yeah, I think so too. I think so also. This is kind of just like sometimes you just got to move on, man. And and when it came to this situation, especially when you hear that Julio wanted to move on anyway, which ended up coming out, you know, in unceremonious fashion, but ended up coming out that Julio wanted to move on anyway, then definitely, right? Like if a player wants to move on, move on, in my opinion. I don't, not every team is going to be the Packers and be able to, or Seattle and be able to retain that talent that decides that it wants to move on. But that whether it's Russell Wilson or whether it's Aaron Rodgers, I feel like they could have forced their hands if they wanted to. When you have a, a situation where a quarterback decides that they really want that they really want to leave, I feel like they don't go to 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 work out. I mean, now the ones that are voluntary, we all know how that goes. When people don't show up to yeah. involuntary or voluntary workouts, then I I who cares in my opinion because. Some teams like to call them, hey, you don't necessarily have to show up, but then they report negatively when you, you don't show up. Just say that that they have to show up, you know, so I don't read a ton into stuff like that. But I would say that when you get players that are still going through the motions like they want to be with the team, then they don't necessarily want to go, in my opinion. And that was yeah, the situation right. we were dealing with, with with Aaron Rodgers and. Russell Wilson, because Aaron Rodgers, for as much talk as there was about Aaron Rodgers and him not wanting to play and him wanting to leave and all this other stuff, which still may be true. All this talk was done during the summer before there was any games being played, before there was any kind of reason for him to any kind of indication that we he really wanted to be there or not. And then once right. you kind of got into the throes of training camp, he showed up. Yeah. And then. And then, and then he, then he demands a trade. I think either the day before or the day of the draft, which was, you know, it's not going to work that way. So, but again, both sides have de- they de- they've definitely come together, and it's this is probably going to be his last season. At that all indications point, he's going to be this last season. So, that that's so, uh, yeah. But that's uh, that's very different from Russell Wilson. So we'll have to see how he feels at the end of the year. So if he's going to move or not, you know. But again. He won in Chicago, and I just the Chicago's already made their made their play. They've got their they've got their future quarterback. Yeah, that ended up working out very well for them because he got them for a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got him on the rookie contract. So now the Bears can go and build around him next next couple of years, right? Because you got the contract, you can you can go spend us a little bit of free agencies and get Justin some weapons the next few years. With Russell and you know and Aaron Rodgers, you know it, it's going to be a little different for this guy's next. Yeah, you know, we already know. We already know this is last year for Aaron Rodgers. This is the last Green Bay season for him. So he's going to go somewhere else. And we'll have to see where that where he ends up. But 
Russell Wilson, it's kind of up in the air. I know he's we'll have to see what you know. He was upset about this and that about the you know the the offensive line, which they they brought in a different offensive offensive coordinator. You know, so we we'll have to see how that all plays out. So, but I mean, I still think Seattle's going to be good. Uh, you know, we'll have to see if they're going to be Super Bowl good. But I mean, anytime you have Russell Wilson, I mean, that's that always is, that always uh, increases your team you know win total. So. I don't know. Let's we'll see what his headspace is at the end of this season. Yeah, and I I hope that we see the vengeful Julio who wants to really stick it to Atlanta for for a couple of reasons. Because one, they're not in our division, so I don't necessarily have to kind of yeah. have that come back to haunt my haunt my nope. team. You know, they're not in the division with the Steelers. I'm not gonna have to have them. You know, haunt my other team. So listen, have at it. Go out there and and, yeah. and catch two thousand yards. I mean, I hope he sky's the limit. You know, I have Tannehill, so I'm really hoping he. He does great. I hope we get a little vengeful Julio who's ready to go back out there and really uh, stick it to the Falcons there. So, yeah. Another thing that or the last thing I would say that we'll, we'll kind of get into here is the the COVID situation. I alluded to it a little bit when we were talking about a fantasy and how the, the what the fantasy implications are, which is just something else to deal with this year. You know that last year I didn't play fantasy last year. So I'm not sure how teams were dealing with COVID issues, but I do know that this year teams have to forfeit this year. This is a different situation. Uh, rule wise we're dealing with from from a league perspective i'm looking at the tennessee titans you got a coach uh Tannehill himself now is in covid protocol if they're missing too many players or they can't field their players they're gonna have to forfeit that team could you imagine the fantasy implications for that your guy's not even playing yeah and that was the thing they did last year last year they just they went over they've been over backwards to you know to to move teams around, to move games around, to let, you know, teams get healthier in, you know, and if they've got to a point, you know, where they couldn't do anything like the Denver game where we saw a backup wide receiver who, but he, the last time he threw, threw a pass was in college. <laughs> so we're not having that this year. You know, if, it, if the guys aren't going to be healthy, they're going to be, you know, they're going to start forfeiting games. And that's where it's going to be interesting. See, you have all these players holding out, not wanting to get tested, not wanting to get shots. And we'll see how quickly that changes when they start having the forfeit games and forfeit game checks. See if they want to die on the hill or not, you know? Yeah, and the fines are are getting heavier, right? I mean, you're really you're really costing a, a team's opportunities. They have fines that are being what, fifteen thousand dollars or so. I've seen some of these fines being thrown out here. It's not a small yeah. amount of money. No, not every NFL player is rich. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. If you got like it was a couple of um uh, uh, players for New England. I mean, they weren't marquee names, and that was funny. One of the guys who got who got who got uh, fined. Next day, he went and got his test. So I tell you what, they're not messing around. That's the thing. NFL. That's one sport that I mean, they're star driven, but they're not. They're not beholden to the stars. They're not no, like it's about the shield, man. It's about the shield. Right. It's about those teams. Those fans are showing up, no matter who's out there. Right. And so that's that's the issue. So we'll have to see, and that that'll be the thing. It's like okay, once the guys start, because that's the thing. You can wide receivers, running backs. There's very few top on the on those on that lines, and then you've got the ones, the kind of the, the quarterbacks that are kind of holding out. I mean, yeah, I know Lamar Jackson. He's kind of your most marquee name, but you got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins can be replaced pretty quickly. He's not really. He's a good quarterback. He's not a elite quarterback. You know, so. And then you've got the majority of teams. So again, it's going to come down once guys start losing money and getting fined. You 
and you see some players that are just that are just retiring, that's fine. There's there's a guy in the draft coming next year who's probably going to take a job anyway. Just remember <laughs> that, you know. There's a there's a free agent out there, or there's a backup guy on that team that just took your spot because you you didn't want to do a shot. Well, you shot. better not be yeah, that so. bubble guy with this perspective. I'll tell you that now. If you're a bubble right. guy. And you have this uh, anti-vax type perspective and, and they're not all anti-vaxxers. I don't want to put them all in that category. But if you got a, a, a stance that you prefer not to take the vaccine for whatever your reason may be and you're on the bubble, you're putting yourself in a crazy situation, in my opinion, because the team could just you're, you're barely there as it is. And any you, sne- you sneeze the wrong way, they're going to have you out of there. Right. Right. <laughs> so what do you think then the implications will be for the season? You think we're going to see any forfeited games this year or, or what? I don't know. I mean, that, that'd be an interesting thing that, so they've already said, you know, that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be, I, I don't know. Coaches are really adamant about players. I mean, they're, they're really Atlanta's vaxxed up, man. Vaxxed. I mean, Atlanta's first team yeah, that's they right. had all the, all the players vaccinated, man. They were, and then Washington had like low numbers, but then they got, then coach came out and they could, and they turned their numbers around. So, um, yeah, I think that's what guys, again, like you said, bubble guys, they're going to get vaccinated. I mean, they they might bitch about it during the season. They're going to complain about it. But I think in most part, you're going to see guys get vaccinated because they, again, if you're a bubble guy and you're making your, your, you know, the life expectancy of an NFL player is less than five years. Right. So, three, three to five for a lot three, of them, right? Three to five years. So if you have three to five years and, and this is your chance to make, you know, if you're just a league minimum guy or like a couple million dollar guy, mm-hmm. you got to get in and make your money because again, if you're a bubble guy, then well, you know how, you know how NFL teams work. If there's a rookie that come back, comes in and he can now play you can do put up the same numbers that you're putting up. Who's getting the ax. Yeah. They can't Not wait the to guy. replace you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so then you got, and then you're going to be on this whole anti-vax stance. Yeah, you're you're gone. You're, they're going to let you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true indeed, man. And hopefully we don't see a, a ton of that this year. Uh, we do have a, a bye week this upcoming week, so we will be back here. We won't have a bye week. We'll probably be back next week with something to discuss. There'll be something out here happening in the sports world that we will we'll, we will be discussing. But we are only a few days now, less than two weeks away from a start of the NFL season. I'm very excited about that. And we'll be back here with you for that as well. This is Regin ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton. Check us out. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time.